Love Madden, the podcast, is now the self-love podcast with Madden Nichette Jones and Tennille Daniels. Consider this show a guide on your personal self-love journey, heart, soul, mind, and strength. Join us each week for a dose of good, healing girl talk at the intersection of spirituality and science. Make yourself comfortable and pull up a seat. There's always room at our table. Welcome in. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. How's it going? It's going. November is Novembering, child. <laughs> it is. And I'm like, oh, it's almost Thanksgiving, Christmas, all these things. The new year. I'm like, how? Wait, no, ma'am. It's not almost Christmas. And I, I love Christmas just as much as the next I guy. Mean, I feel like it's but Chris, almost Christmas. Christmas starting on November 1st is no, kind I- I think it's kind of crazy. No, and I agree. I, I'm not know. one of those people. Yeah. But it, I'm just saying it's coming up fast. The, the rush. It's all, yeah, yeah, it's all about to be here. But it's not here. It's not. I mean, I'm going to live, I'm going to live in all of my November glory. So. Yes. I feel like people really be disrespecting life. Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, disrespecting Thanksgiving. <laughs> they go from Halloween to Christmas. They do. Thanksgiving gets no love except for on the actual day. Right. Because you would want to eat and fellowship and all that. And then it's just like an afterthought. I know. I mean, it it is the holiday season though, right? So there's so much prep to be done for Christmas. So you're right. I mean, there's the shopping, the prepping, the decorating. And I'm going to tell y'all, do not, I mean, you can do whatever you want, (laughs) but these countdowns to uh, 2023 that people are posting, like there's only 50 days till 2023 or whatever it is. Spare me. <laughs> Leave me out of it. <laughs> Don't need You're any more stress. Me. Exactly. <laughs> Anxiety around. I know. Around all these countdowns. I know. I, I, I was telling you this the other day. I was like, wow, we haven't taken our holiday photos. And that's a whole ordeal. You got to schedule the photo. You got to buy the clothes. You got to order the um, cards. And it's like something that I love doing every year because we don't have any other like photos all together. So I just feel like it's like nice memories throughout the years, but I have to start thinking about it in October. And that's just, you know, cause you want the people to get the cards at least a week before Christmas. You might get mine on new year's (laughs) week. So whatever, (laughs) just take it as you get it. I know my mother-in-law's cards be saying like something real generic, like Seasons greetings or something because exactly. she's trying to be coming out in January. <laughs> I'm with you, mom. Oh, I love it. All right. Um, what are we talking about today? Faith. Yeah. I've gotta have faith, faith, faith. You remember yeah. that song by George Michael? No? Yes. Yeah, I do. Oh. <laughs> faith. <laughs> No, I don't think you know it. Cause I do. Oh, okay. I just can't sing. <laughs> All right. Maybe, Mar- maybe Marcus can help us with a little um, insert of George Michael. I mean, you know, these people nowadays, they don't know the oldie but goodies. Not that George Michael was an oldie but goodie, but I kind of like George Michael. He's definitely an oldie. I mean, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. But the but goodie but part goodie is questionable. <laughs> Especially in the black community. That's true. Um, Faith, child, it has really, we're talking about 2022 and this has been a year of practicing faith for sure. For sure. Anything that the enemy had in his little sack 
he was like, I'm going to throw it. I'm going to throw it. At your head. Mm, mm, mm. But faith. So I'm looking forward to today's episode. Yes, yes, yes. But before we do that. It's time to love it. Or. Leave it. You go first. All right. (laughs) (laughs) In the spirit of just embracing all things November, Mm -hmm. I am going to relish in the season of fall before we move into winter. And it's one thing that I came on this podcast and said that, you know, I, I wasn't really a fan of, which were the leaves in my yard. But there is this beautiful bright red tree in my front yard that every time I look at it, it just brings me so much joy. Oh, So that's what I'm loving this nice. week. My red, I don't even know what kind of tree it is, but it legit is bright red. Nice. You know, when I um picked up Ellie from aftercare mm-hmm. yesterday, it was all of these leaf leaf sentiments <laughs> in her hair. Oh. Like, what were you doing? They were jumping in the leaves? And that's what I needed to know. I said, what were you doing? Jumping in the leaves? She was like, yeah, I was crawling in the leaves. And at first I was like, now I got to wash her hair midweek. But then I thought, wow. She's really able to just enjoy the joys of being a kid. The joys of being a kid and autumn and jumping in leaves. So I, you know, I quickly just kind of checked myself and I was like, "Oh, that's awesome, Booba! I'm yeah. glad you had a fun time." But her, I mean, it was it was. I say it's probably some bugs in your hair. It was all sorts of twigs. <laughs> No, and she, she had, was in there, she, in there. And she had her hair. Usually it's braided, but I have been where oh, wow. it's been in this curly puff all week. So it's all intertwined in the curls. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a moment to check myself. Yeah. So my um thing this week is a love it. Mm-hmm. You know, every season I'm gonna have at least one drink on my love it list, one um coffee drink. So I can't remember if I said this last year because I really started enjoying this drink last year. Did I? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think it was new last year. It is the, let me get it right because you know these names be so long. It's a Starbucks drink. It is the iced sugar cookie almond milk latte. Hmm, I've never heard it or seen it. I don't think I saw that last year. It has has the tiny little red and green sprinkle balls at the top. Do you remember that? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, well, it was new last year, and it's so good. And I usually don't like almond milk because it's super light. It's not; mm. it doesn't give me like the creaminess of oat milk or heavy cream. But it's perfect with this drink. It's like light, buttery, almost like a toasted mm. flavor. And you would think it's sweet because it's ice sugar cookie, but it's it's not. It's oh, just good. a it's okay. lightly sweet and it's very buttery. It has a toasty. If you like the um, toffee nut. I don't think I've ever had that. I've okay. always stayed away from like toffee nut, hazelnut, but I, I have recently dabbled in hazelnut. The ha- you know, hazelnut's not my favorite, but the hazelnut at Duncan. That's where I'm not a Duncan girl. But the hazelnut at Duncan is actually good. <laughs> so yeah, if you haven't, guys, try the iced um, sugar cookie almond milk latte. Do it iced. I have not had it hot, and I know how people feel about ice drinks in the wintertime, but. Spare me. <laughs> you like them hot. You like hot drinks in the wintertime. No. Oh, oh, oh. I like cold drinks in the wintertime. Oh, no, you I, said spare yeah. me, so I thought you meant not you. Oh, oh, the people. The people. Spare me your judgment. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, that's my uh, thing that I'm feeling, and um, just like everyone else who's rushing the season, Starbucks came out with their Christmas drinks on November first. But this is one that I could get with. This is 
This is now, what I now, said now, I can get my Now you want to get, you want to rush. <laughs> you want to rush. Okay. Right. Um, I'm going to make my way to Starbucks in and try it out. Yeah, you should. You'll enjoy it. If you don't like it, let me know. I'll refund you. Thank you. I'll mm-hmm. hold you to that. <laughs> I hope you like it. <laughs> uh, all right. And now it's time to set the table. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as we have already alluded to, the word of the week this week is faith. We are on the letter F. Um, As you all know, I've done a weekly blog series on lovemadden.com about our weekly word. If you have not um, clicked over on the website, I really encourage you to do so um, for the weekly practices and passages and just to spend some time in these devotionals. Or if you're new to the podcast, definitely head over to lovemadden.com and click on the blog and you will see all of this there. But I'm going to read to you what I had to say about faith on lovemadden.com. Faith lays the foundation for hope. Hope is a belief based in our desire for something to get better. But faith, which is a more spiritual conviction than mental attitude, is a belief that there already is something better. The Bible describes faith as, quote, the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. This is Hebrews 11.1. Faith is the thing that backs our hope as it gives us something to trust and believe in. Faith is a prerequisite to purpose. The desire to discover one's life's meaning is rooted in the idea that we have been created for a reason beyond existing merely to procreate. Uncovering our purpose answers the question, why did God set man apart from all known creation with gifts of intelligence, introspection, and ideation? Ephesians 2.10 says this, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Faith is God's intentional design. I'm sorry, faith in God's intentional design affirms that we were created to carry out God's plan and purpose for each of us. Faith unlocks abundance. The Bible in the Gospel of Mark 9, 23 proclaims that all things are possible for those who believe. Faith is not just the belief that God exists, but that God is able to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or think according to the power at work within us, Ephesians 3, 20. God's power at work within us is the key to abundance. Faith allows us to tap into God's infinite power and make all things possible. And finally, faith fights fear. Fear is a burden under whose weight we may not be able to pursue healing and genuine connection. Its crippling effects keep us isolated, depressed, and overwhelmed, unable to make progress on our goals. But God says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. We have been commanded to cast all your fears onto him because he cares for you. First Peter 5 and 7. Faith allows us to take refuge and find rest in the safety of God's covering and the knowledge that he will exchange our fear for his peace. And with that being said, it is time to dig in. Dig in. Let's do it. Yummy. All right, Maddie, what does faith mean to you? You just read us a beautiful passage mm-hmm. from the Weekly Word. Mm-hmm. Um, but what does it mean to you and how do you live it? Yeah. Um, 
I think I can't say it better than it's written in the scripture, right? Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Um, for me, it was important to recognize, and that's why I opened with this in the post, the difference between a wish or a hope and faith. Faith gives us somewhere to hang our wishes on. You know, a hope or a wish is just kind of, I think, floating, but faith gives us a place to, to put it, something to hang it on to, an anchor, um, something that says, I'm not just putting this out in the atmosphere and hoping it comes back to me, um, which is part of the equation, but something further that says, I know that there is a God with infinite power who I can um, give my hopes and my wishes to who can multiply those things, who can manifest those things, who can bring those things to fruition for me. So faith is like the backer, you know, when something is backed, you know, when you know your credit is good, that's what faith is to me. It's not just believing that God exists, but believing that he can and will do all things that are good for us, for those who believe in him and who are, who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I could say it any better. Um, like you said, I think faith is is an anchor. Uh-huh. Um, it in in a world where there's so much turbulence and so much pressure uh-huh. to do and be and to achieve and all of these things, um, faith to me is is the thing that keeps me grounded and sane, um, knowing that whatever it is that I desire, hope for, wish for imagine that God can do it. Mm -hmm. And I will say something that I struggle with is, will he do it? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this past, these past few months, I think my hope has been shaken and Mm -hmm. in turn, my faith has been shaken as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So I struggle with that at times. And I think many of our listeners and Probably you have even had times in your life where that faith has been shaken. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. And I think, and I think that's another part of the distinction for me because when it comes to my hopes and wishes and desires, those are me-centric things. Mm. But when it comes to faith, it becomes a God-centric God. thing. Yeah. So when I don't get my hope or wish or desire, if it just ended there, I think it would just be devastation. Mm-hmm. But faith is the thing that says okay, you didn't get this, so it must be that God has something better for you, even if you don't understand it. it. So that's the thing that takes it further. It's not that God is going to grant my wishes, you know, like a genie or, oh, this is what I want. This is what I desire. God, please do it for me. Now, I'm going to ask him. Of course. (laughs) For sure. Um, But there have been hard pills to swallow where, you know, he didn't make it go away or he didn't give me the thing where I was at that I was asking for. And my faith is the thing that says, trust that God wants good for you. Right. And it has helped me to come to terms with the things that I haven't Mm -hmm. received or that haven't been taken away. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has helped me to try to develop gratitude for that. And that that has been the challenge, not just have peace with something, but to be thankful thankful for the walk. Yeah. No, that's good. And that's why I wanted to bring it up because I, I wanted to make sure that the um, listeners understood that distinction because mm-hmm. you mentioned, you know, hanging your hopes and your desires and your wants mm-hmm. on the the faith that God can do and he can will do, do yeah. anything that we ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, we also have to have faith that God knows and he 
has better for us if mm-hmm. those things don't end up um, coming to pass. Right. Because we define what we believe is good. What we're asking yeah. for based on what, what what our limited understanding, understanding is. What we think is right for us. What we mm-hmm. think is best for us. And there are things that we see and that we experience in this world that are terrible. Yeah. That we can't see the good in. But again, that's the me-centric lens. Mm-hmm. I think when we pull back and we look at the bigger picture, which is, is a very hard thing to do, mm-hmm. and you see how you fit into the grand scheme of God's kingdom yes. and how he, he could get the glory out of our suffering, yes. yeah. then, then that helps to reposition what faith is all about. It's wow. not about us. It's about God. That's and it. that's a hard thing to do because that's not our nature. That's not mm-hmm. how we were, you know, necessarily um, brought up. That's not mm-hmm. what society says. So uh, it's challenging. Yeah. It's challenging for sure. All right. What role has faith played in your personal journey to healing? And is there any personal lesson or story that you want to share? Yeah, I would not have any healing if it wasn't for faith. Mm. Um, that's facts. I wouldn't have any <laughs> um, hope. I wouldn't probably have any conviction, moral compass, mm. um, desire, discipline. Um, it's a you know all of those things that are required to heal mm-hmm. and to overcome and to do and be better for me have been rooted in my faith. Um, I don't even know if I have one, one personal story or lesson because it's literally everything. It's everything. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, most recently it's been taking this leap of, of leaving my career, my, Mm um, training and background, my earning potential. Yeah. Mm. Uh, my status, Mm. um, my security, all of that to do something that I believe is a leap of faith. And I keep saying like, Hey God, is this me or is this you? Like, you sure you want me out here doing packing boxes? Like, is this, (laughs) is this the thing? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) Trust me, my daughter. Um, and so part of my healing journey has been, you know, as of late has been being able to let go of the things that I thought defined me mm. and being able to separate myself from some of that ego yes, and um, do the work that I believe that I've been called to do. And part of the healing has been to not worry about what others think. If people think it's silly or it doesn't make sense or how right. could you do this? Um, and to separate, you know, my thoughts from the thoughts of others. That's part of that healing journey. And I would not be able to do that Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for faith. For me, it's, you know, work right now, but I know for other people, it's maybe making a decision around divorce Mm -hmm. or downsizing home or just any kind of decisions that we might make that we think are the right decision to make. Um, And without our faith, it would be challenging to make those decisions because we're so concerned about the pressure, the pressure outside. And so that faith helps us to overcome that, to separate from our ego, and to have the strength to do the things that we believe we're being called to do in that season. Yeah, and that's why I really liked um, 
one portion of your weekly word that talked about faith unlocks purpose. Um, yeah. Because it's like you could have stayed doing all of those comfortable things that mm -hmm. I, I think there was a purpose for you in that season to be in those spaces, mm -hmm. right? But it may not be the purpose, the overall purpose that God has for your life. Mm -hmm. And so it takes faith to be able to do the thing that you truly believe God has called you to do. Mm -hmm. And I think there are a good number of people who don't ever make that move mm -hmm. because it is secure and comfortable and stable. And so it does take a, a, a very um, strong level of faith to, to do what you're doing. Thank you. And it takes some redefining. Like yeah. if something doesn't work, is that a failure mm. or is it a success that you tried? You tried. Yeah. You know, so we got to redefine. Um, Reshape. Yeah. When Unique was on here a couple of seasons ago, Unique, um, Jones Gibson from mm -hmm. Because of Them We Can and Culture Tags and all the things. She talked about failing forward. forward. Mm -hmm. We hear a lot about failing fast um, and failing forward. And it, her coming on here and talking about that was really pivotal and mm -hmm. life-changing for me in a lot yeah. of ways of just redefining failure or, you know, not, right. it's not even considering it, you know, mm -hmm. as part of my faith walk. So, yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Um, and I, you know, for me, I think I've said, I said it a few moments ago, faith has been critical in my healing journey because it has kept me from going over the deep end, um, <laughs> you know, mentally, like it, it's kept me going. It's kept me, um, working towards the next thing. It, it has kept me, you know, pushing and, and persevering through all of the challenges because like you said, at the end of the day, I do know that God is working everything out for my good, even though it doesn't feel good. It might not look good. It doesn't sound good. I am rooted in the fact that there is something better than I could even imagine. Mm -hmm. um, I always say, and, and I've leaned on this a lot, it's like God is protecting us, could be protecting me, not could be, he is. Mm -hmm. You know, all of the things that I think that I want, that, you know, I think I should be doing, you don't know why God, you know, is, is shielding you from those things mm -hmm. or doesn't have it for you in this season of your life. Um, and so I think just being anchored in that, and the abundance of what God can do and will do at whatever age you want him to do it at, well, not even you want him when he wants to do it for you. Um, you know, that has really kept me solid. Mm. Mm. All yeah. right. Um, do you have any advice or key takeaways for someone who is struggling with practicing or exercising their faith? Um, yes. Be intentional about doing it a little bit every day. Mm. Um, practicing in the off season, oh. strength and conditioning. Think yeah. about, you know, athletes. We don't just have practice, you know, in during the season in between games, right. but in preparation for the season. Because when the season it, is going to come. It's going to come. And it's going to be hard to exercise that faith if your muscles weak. 
So stay in your word during the high times. Um, I heard Pastor Battle of Zion Church, he said this many years ago. I mean, I'm sure he said it many times since then, but um, seasons of adversity draw us closer to God, mm-hmm. while seasons of prosperity allow us to drift further from God. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're practicing your faith in the high seasons, in the high seasons, your peaks, mm-hmm. praying when you're on the peak, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and for me, a lot of that has been a gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. And a verse a day. I look at you know one verse in the morning um, in the scripture, and I'll start by just rewriting the verse. Um, Laura Casey, who is a friend of mine and who's been a guest on the show, has these journals in her um, shop that she started, the Cultivate What Matters shop called Write the Word. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that you just look at a scripture and you just rewrite it and you don't have to get her journal. You could do it in a notebook, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after you rewrite it, just sit with it. And then if anything comes to mind, just write it down. You don't have to be a theologian. You don't even have to. Sometimes when we read the Bible, it's hard to even sometimes understand what they're talking about. So right. just taking one scripture and just rewriting the scripture, just like you would as a student in school, mm-hmm. um, and then seeing if anything comes out of it or if you're moved in any way. And sometimes I'm not. Sometimes I'll just rewrite the scripture and be like, yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> and I'll move on. You ain't on. got nothing for me nothing on for this me today. <laughs> the practice of being in the word on a daily basis mm-hmm. helps to strengthen my faith. And so when it's, when it's go time, I'm connected. You're connected. I'm connected to the source. And you're and you're rooted, right? I'm so rooted. you won't you you will sway. Trees mm-hmm. sway, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They don't fall down because they're they're rooted. And so we have to be rooted in faith. Yeah. And there's power in the word. Like yeah. being able to pull it up when you need it. I can't mm-hmm. tell you countless times. Um, like when my baby was sick and we were in the ambulance mm-hmm. and it was completely out of my control. There was nothing I could do. Right. And I'm just looking at these people like, is her life in their hands? You know, they giving her stuff and doing all this stuff. And and I was like, no, her life is in God's hands. Right. And and I just started pleading the blood. I just started reciting scripture, just came to me mm-hmm. in a season that I never thought that I would have to face. Um, and glory to God. He, you know, he turned it around. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And it's like you said, you had it at your ready, even mm-hmm. though, you know, it's stuck in your mind because you had written it down mm-hmm. and you had meditated on it. Mm-hmm. And so when you needed it, you were able to pull it out like that. Yeah. Just like you would do on a test in, in school. Mm-hmm. Right. So that, you know, Eliana being sick, that was a test. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you got to have to recall Draw from it. Yeah. Or like you always say with the gratitude piece, it's like making a deposit yeah. into the bank. When it's time to draw, that thing is going to come up insufficient funds if you haven't made any deposits. Yeah. So that's the same thing with our gratitude practice, our faith practice, we have to fill it up. You can't just be spending, run it. <laughs> that joint's going to come back. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am. Do you have another <laughs> You have another form of payment? Uh, you're going to be looking sad. Just like you be looking sad at the uh, cashier. You're going to be looking sad in your home or whatever. I don't, huh? I don't know. Let me see. <laughs> Let me look at my bed. Let me run to my car. <laughs> Knowing you ain't made no deposits. No deposits. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah, I don't I was gonna say, um, as my kind of advice and key takeaway is just make sure that it, it's kind of similar to what you said, that it's a consistent practice that you just don't draw closer to God when you're in the the valleys, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
I'll be honest. I will go. I am hardcore in the valley. And I'm not going to say I'm totally disconnected in at the peaks, but I don't go as hard at, on the peaks as I do in the valleys. That's and right. so, um, you know, like you said, just making sure that you have a, a, a steady drumbeat of, of your faith. And then, you know, sometimes it's like running a race or a marathon. There are times where you have to go harder. There's sometimes, I'm not going to say pull back because we, we don't want you to pull back on your mm-hmm, faith, but mm-hmm. there are times where you're going to be leaning on it, mm-hmm. you know, much more, more. than you would um, in, a, in a, you know, more um, steady season. So yeah, just, yeah, be, be consistent and don't feel like if there are times, because I started feeling guilty when my faith was shaken mm-hmm. And I was feeling like I was losing hope. I just want to let everybody know that that is those are normal mm-hmm. um, feelings and reactions when things come our way. It's just don't stay there. Yeah. Um, and you know we we don't know what what that timing looks like. Is that a couple of days? Is that a week? Is that a month? I can't be the judge of that for you, but don't stay there because God has something better for you, and we know that. But um, we just have to fight our own mental challenges and blockages to get us to that other side. Yeah. And God's made provision for that because while we're fighting our own challenges, we've been given this gift of intercession Mm. and praying on behalf of others. Others, And so it's something we can do for others, but it's something that we can allow others to do for us. And we've Mm -hmm. talked about it before. Sometimes we don't even know who might be covering us in prayer. We say a lot, you know, in our community, like, oh, I had a praying grandmother or Mm -hmm. praying mother. And those prayers outlast even the physical of those people who are covering us. Pray for your friends. Yes. Pray for your friends, like being in a season where you can cover somebody else and intercede on their behalf, Mm -hmm. just the same way you pray over your children. It's such a gift. A gift, yeah. It's, you know, it's one of the most beautiful and meaningful things that you can do for someone else. I had seasons where I was giving God the silent treatment Mm -hmm. and my husband was praying for me, like Mm -hmm. out, like praying. He was praying for me in his own prayer time, but he was literally praying out loud for me, for us. Like when I was kept having these losses and ran out of answers and was just, um, done. I was, I was just done with God. Like, you know, why make me pregnant at all? Like I'd rather just not even have the experience than to keep having the tease of the loss. And it felt cruel. And I was like, I'm, I ain't, I ain't got nothing. I already told him. I already prayed. Like, tell him, pray for what? What, what else I'm gonna say? <laughs> what you what say? I'm gonna say. Yeah. Mm. I'm looking at him. He's looking at me. Talking about God, not my husband. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, this was the attitude I had. It's silly when I think back, but that's how I felt. And my husband would literally pray, and I would be like pouting, like with my arms crossed, like a little kid. And he would just be hugging me, praying, and I would be like not receiving it, like closed off, didn't want to hear it. So I've been in those seasons and I understand what that looks like. And in retrospect, to be able to see the power of intercession makes me want to pray for others all the more. Yeah. And I think that goes back to what we always talk about. It's important to have 
community, mm-hmm. to have people who will do that for you, mm-hmm. to have a partner who will pray for you, pray mm-hmm. on your behalf, mm-hmm. all of those, you know, all of those things, because, um, yeah, I mean, you know, without the community, without those other people. You can't make it through. I was all. talking to my girlfriend the other day, and she's going through a very tough season, mm-hmm. a very tough year. And she was like, girl, I'm so mad at God. I don't even say my grace no more. I said, <laughs> she just said this to me and she started laughing. She was like, I sound childish. She was like, I don't even be trying to say thank you for my food. And she said, her her husband be like, come on, hold my hand. I'll pray. I'll pray. But she's just been in such a season of grief and loss mm-hmm. and frustration that right now she's like, I know it sounds silly, but I don't want to talk to God at all about mm-hmm. nothing. About, yeah. So um, I said, girl, I understand. Yeah, because like, I've been I there. Been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. So, yeah. And, and be discerning in the people that you bring in your fold. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. And who you mm-hmm. choose to to partner up with, whether that's in friendship or in, in love. That's true. That's everybody, another thing. Everybody that's praying. Well, yeah. And everybody that's praying ain't praying for your good either. So I think mm, it. That's true too. <laughs> you got to make sure. I'd be canceling out. I'd be like, Lord, cancel out. Start the- doing that because I don't Cancel know. out the haters. <laughs> they are out here. <laughs> They're heavy. Uh, people need to get their lives together. Uh, <laughs> because I know I'm just, I was just thinking that mm-hmm. people need to get the the hater spirit out, and you know, recently, I, and, and this wasn't hater, but I just mm-hmm. think in general where we are in society, there is a lot of people who hate themselves mm. first, and then they hate others, and it's just making the world like just a really <sighs> challenging place. I know. When you I think know. about all of the violence and and the platform, like now that people yeah. have the platform to to show, you know, all of these demonic things on live shootings and killings and 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 and, and posting this stuff yeah. and the school shootings and even the thing that happened with um uh the young man from the Migos that take off okay. when they were showing his I mean, it's just all of these different like things that people are sharing for what for clout it's wow, a, it's a lot of sad. evil in this world and i'm mm-hmm. telling you i be I'm, when i say i cancel it out i'm like cancel out any plans schemes of the mm-hmm. enemy and or any haters out here they will not prosper because it's a lot of people out here working for the other team mm-hmm. yeah i just i don't i can't even understand why people would feel comfortable mm. posting that i mean i know why like mm-hmm. yes people want that what's the end game and the more we see it the more we become desensitized so it's like we need to sh- we need to shield ourselves from some of those things as well like part of our faith is a practice and being active and practicing our mm-hmm. faith and then part of it is also having the discernment to know what kind of situations not to put ourselves in and surrounding ourselves with other faith-filled mm-hmm. people inputs you know consumption, we got to stay in it because it's a lot of evil in the world. There's a lot of evil in the world. Yeah, but with faith, we can, and prayer. We can we navigate kinda, this thing. We can navigate it and, and, and try to, yeah, work through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. The world, is, the world is interesting and it gets more interesting every day. I know. Yeah. 
All right. Um, and our last question for today is mm-hmm. if there is one way that you can apply this practice in your life in the very near future, what would it be? Um, there is a distinction between sort of just reading the word and studying the word, which I think I've been doing, you know, pretty good at lately and walking it. So my practice, I think would be more of when it comes time, Mm -hmm. believing in the thing that I prayed for, Mm -hmm. not just praying for it, not just reading the scripture, but really having the conviction Um, just like the scripture says, of things not seen. So that's my practice. My practice is taking my hands off of it. I don't need to pray it and then try to manipulate. I mean, there are things that we need to do, right? Of course, our, our, our work and our free will and our efforts are important. But at the same time, what's the point of praying to God if you're still trying to you trying to be a backseat. You take Jesus take the wheel, but you a backseat driver. Mm. It's giving very much lack of faith. So that's what I'm working on. I'm working on my control issues, which I know are rooted in like anxiety and fear. So if faith is the anecdote to fear, then practicing my faith means having some level of belief mm-hmm. and being comfortable, just being comfortable being at peace. Mm-hmm. And that's it's weird because we say we want peace, but then when we have peace, it seems like we cause problems. So just being comfortable, like yeah. being at peace, being being okay with being okay and not having to always find an issue with the season that we're in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think we have so much goodness and so much to be grateful for, but it's always we always finding the thing that we're taking issue with. Yeah. So that's the practice for me. It's it's walking it. It's really like believing knowing God's got it and just falling back. Yeah. Falling back. That's the the control <laughs> freak in me is like uh-huh. uh, fall back. I don't mm. know how to fall back, but I don't gotta, know how to fall back. You gotta fall back. I don't know how to relax. That's why I have to work so hard at like mm. the self-care practice because it's not natural to just like relax. Mm. It's weird. Yeah, it's a, it, it 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 does. We have to, like you said, retrain our our brains mm-hmm. and how we're wired. Um, what we've been taught. What we've been taught. All of those things, because yeah, I think it, a lot of it is rooted in in control. And what I've learned in in this season is we don't really control much. You're right about that, Jack. So, <laughs> so do what you can do. And let God do the rest. And so I think that goes with um, how I'm going to apply faith in the near future is really do what I can do. Um, I have, I think, I don't know if I'm standing still, probably standing still as it relates to like the next steps on my fertility journey. And I don't have anything like grandiose that I need to do, but I, I do need to have some conversations with people and just kind of uh, further explore what I want to do, but I feel like I have just paused um, because it goes back to that faith being shaken, and I just don't know. I, I'm I'm not I'm not rooted in it all the way, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. right now, and so I think God is telling me you have to you have to move. 
in order for me to move. And so that's Mm -hmm. that faith part. Like I have to have faith that I can take the next step and God is going to be there right alongside me. Mm -hmm. Um, So that, that's my application is just taking the next best step. Mm -hmm. That's good. I'll be praying for you through it. Thank you, Bill. All right. Anything else before we move into our closing prayer? Oh, we can go ahead and get to praying. All right. Let's do it. (laughs) So I'll start with the passage. We've shared it a few times throughout the episode, but it bears repeating. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1. And here's our prayer. God, thank you for the unmerited gift of salvation for nothing more than our faith in you. Thank you for the opportunity to find our faith simply by hearing the word of Christ. Thank you for our faith that lays the groundwork for hope, purpose, abundance, and that acts as the antidote to fear. Help me to tap into my faith first, regardless of the circumstance. First, Lord, allow me to operate in the boldness and power that is at work within me through you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Here's our practice. This week, I will spend five minutes each day getting in alignment with God through his word. I will commit to taking a faith-forward approach to life and the challenges that I may experience. And we're going to call that the high five. The high five. Oh, I like that. (laughs) So anybody who's team high five with us, make sure that you let us know. We want to encourage one another through this. Um, So when we post this on social, drop us a high five emoji and we'll make sure to pray for you. All right. right. Until next time. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast with Matt and Nishete Jones and Tennille Daniels. Like what you've heard? Show us some love and follow or subscribe. Then leave a five-star rating and review. For more resources, including show notes, and to keep the conversation going, head over to lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. L-O-V-E-M-A-A-D-E-N.